Mal Gorman went down to the shadows to see the proof that Ellie and Puck were dead with his own eyes. He wanted to watch as their bodies were pulled out of the river and sealed in coffins so he could be sure nobody would find out that he'd kidnapped a child or that an animal had crossed the wall. He knew it was his fault. He'd given Ellie the monkey as a pet and underestimated her ability, and although he was confident he wouldn't lose his job, he didn't want to admit he'd made such bad mistakes. Mal Gorman wasn't used to making mistakes, and they felt like bee stings on his brain. But how could he have known that a twelve-year-old child would be able to escape from a space station? Ellie was amazing, so powerful and strange, and although he was relieved the monkey was dead, he was annoyed the girl was. Now he would never know why she was so special, and he wouldn't be able to use her. He felt as if he'd dropped a Ming vase and was looking at the pieces on the floor around his feet. But there are more where she came from, he reminded himself. Not many, but enough. The hours before dawn in the shadows were the same as midnight, sunset, and early afternoon, the artificial darkness hardly touched by the yellow tinge of economy lighting. Only the temperature and the wind changed. In summer, it was as hot and humid as a tin can of stagnant water, and in winter, it was bitterly cold. In all seasons, damp crept up the buildings, covering everything in a mold that caused deadly lung disease. Mal Gorman hated the shadows, particularly at a quarter to five in the morning when he was supposed to be on holiday. He stood on the deck of a police boat, chugging up the old path of the River Thames, looking over the dismal landscape of damp buildings, half-submerged in filthy water. The river had burst its banks long ago and spread across the low-lying areas of the city. He spotted the mouldy remains of the Tate Modern Gallery and the Tower of London, but it wasn't the kind of sightseeing he enjoyed. These landmarks were lifeless and stripped of treasures. Below him in the boat, the cabin staff were preparing breakfast, and a small team of policemen were eating fab egg and tank meat and drinking tea with their guns on the floor. Gorman felt too tired and stressed to eat. But at least the worst is over, he thought. Soon I'll be able to forget about work and enjoy my holiday. He shivered and pulled up the collar on his long coat to protect his neck from the bitter wind. His companion on deck was the chief of River Police, an unsavoury character, Gorman thought, who spent his days hooking corpses out of the floodwater and his nights gorging himself in expensive restaurants in the Golden Turrets. His eyes were mean, his face was puffy, and his skin was spotty and sallow. I don't know how you can work down here, Gorman said. Ah, uh, you get used to it, the chief replied dismissively, his chins wobbling like a pile of undercooked pancakes. We shouldn't be here long. They know where she went down, and they've got plenty of experience. She'll be the twentieth corpse they've fished out tonight. Have to get them out, otherwise they stink. Mmm, I can smell sausages. Do you trust your men? Gorman asked. Yes, the chief said, after a brief pause. They've brought plague suits and breathing equipment. They're so scared they've been drawing lots to decide who has to deal with it. 
they won't tell anyone. Not even their wives and children will touch them if it gets out that they've been near an animal. Good, Gorman replied. Because if they talk about what comes up in that podfighter, I have the authority of the northern government to ruin your life. Do you understand? Yes, sir, the chief replied, his chins wobbling pensively. He was quiet for a moment and picked the dirt from beneath his fingernails. There was something about Mal Gorman that chilled him more than the horrors in the dark water below. Gorman looked over the side of the boat. Bobbing on the surface of the river was a carpet of rotting rubbish. He saw a child's doll float past, sightless and gruesome.